Hey, everybody, welcome back to the Outcomes Rocket. Super grateful that you joined us today again, because today we have an interview with Dave Bennett. He is the Executive Vice President of Healthcare at PCARE by Uniguest. His visionary approach to patient engagement, digital and mobile technologies, and IT integration ensure continuous innovation of the number one class ranked PCARE platform and a company culture dedicated to delighting customers. Prior to PCARE, Dave served in a variety of executive roles at VMED, Get Well Network, and Stay Well. So excited to have you here on the podcast, Dave. Thanks for joining me. Hey, how are you? Good to be with you today. It's a pleasure to have you here. Dave, we're going to dive into PCARE and the work that you guys do there. Before we do, though, what is it that got you into healthcare? You know, I've had a huge interest in healthcare for quite some time. I think the primary reason is my mother was a nurse, so certainly exposed healthcare through my mother. So That's fantastic. And so diving into PCARE, what would you say the organization does best to add value to the healthcare ecosystem? I think probably what we've been successful doing is really aligning ourselves with our customers and really trying to understand what their problems are and then working in our solutions to help them address the problems, whether or not it's performance improvement, better engagement for patients, any number of things. But we spend a great deal of time and take a lot of pride in really getting close with our customers and trying to understand their needs and problems. Got it. And from a technology perspective, how would you say the way you guys address those problems is different or better than what's out there already? You know, I would tell you from a technology standpoint, there's a lot of folks that have similar technologies. I think the real difference with us, quite honestly, is the people aspect of our people working with the organizations and their teams. You know, the other thing I would tell you with this sort of technology, while technology is great, I think the key to success is also uh, really focusing on how do you ingrain the technology within the culture of the organization. So I think we do that very well. So I think that that's probably the differentiator, not so much what the code is or the technology stack. It's really the marrying of the technology with culture and people, frankly. Thank you for that. You've really indexed on the people point here on the last two points. Anything in particular about your people that you say is a differentiator? You know, I think that we've been fortunate in the sense that we have a lot of people that have worked in the organization for a lot of years. And certainly when you can build loyalty, both with your own employees and your customers, that says a lot about the company. I also think by having them spend so many years, and I've got some employees that have been with the company for over 40 years, which says an awful lot. But, you know, my average tenure is probably somewhere around a decade or so. So I think by having people with the company a long time, one, they really gravitate and build a lot of loyalty, and they're really also dedicated to the product that's impact and our customers. So I think that that's probably one of the big differences is creating a a great culture environment that promotes and helps uh, build a loyalty with your team. And in turn, they'll build a lot of loyalty, trust, and goodwill with your customers. Thanks for that, Dave. Yeah, it's critical. And a lot of entrepreneurs and business leaders struggle with this point. So really want to give you kudos for doing such a great job on it. If you, as you've built the company now acquired by Uniguest, what would you say has been the biggest setback and what's a key learning that's come out of that? Well, there are probably like a lot of companies, we've been around a long time. The company is over 70 years old, so it wasn't always in software. So during that 70 years, there's been some roller coaster rides. There's been some difficulties and challenges. 
I've been around with the company for a little under five years, so I can relate to specific challenges. I wouldn't so much call them setbacks, but when you asked me kind of what was the biggest challenge and biggest issue that we had to tackle, I'd be remiss if I didn't say, like most everybody, that the impact that COVID had on our business was quite difficult and quite tough. And one of the reasons is that with us is we have a lot of people that are actually based at our clients' facilities. So they're actually working in the hospital side by side, hand in hand with our customers. So the very impact that COVID put on those organizations and the fact that nurses still had to show up at work each day and doctors and staff, we had the same sort of things going on with our staff. So there's no B school or anything else that can kind of prepare you for a really basically managing on the fly, which is what we had to do with COVID. We still had requirements, contract obligations. And again, we were embedded with our clients. We wanted them to succeed. We wanted to be beneficial and help them. So lots of very unique challenges with them. sick employees, with limited staffing, with all of the personal protective equipment, just a myriad of things. And I think that we weathered it pretty well in the end. We were able to keep the team highly engaged, all employed. But we learned a lot of lessons from that, like a lot of organizations. And the single largest lesson that I learned, frankly, at the end of the day, is that it's really about your people. My folks at the end of the day really, really prevailed in many things. And if I shared some of, I could share so many incredible stories around where my folks went above and beyond the call of duty to help the customer and frankly, to help patients and their families. I think that my big takeaway is that when people love what they do and can believe in the mission, they do incredible things. And I saw that time and time again during probably our most challenging period during the COVID pandemic. Great work, Dave. Kept everybody employed through a very difficult time. Kept everybody aligned and focused. For anybody listening out there that wants to do better, What advice would you give them? How can they do better with people? Well, I'll tell you, I've been fortunate. I've worked with a lot of great people over all for many years. I would tell you the biggest thing is surround yourself by smart people. You should never be intimidated if somebody brighter or smarter than you. They'll frankly make you look good every day because they're good at their job. So if you surround yourself by great people, and I'm very fortunate, I will tell you, I have a tremendous executive team that's around me that makes me look good every day. (laughs) So they can augment my weaknesses and are really aligned. So if you can build alignment amongst your managers, your middle managers and others, recognize them routinely that the fundamental success in the organization is due to them executing on what the plan is and them agreeing and buying into it. You can do really, really well. Healthcare is a people business, despite we having a lot of talents, having technology and everything else. If you think about it, it's nurses and doctors, respiratory therapists, dietitians. We all interact with patients one way or the other. If you take that into consideration when you run your business and that we're really a people business and despite having technology as a product, it's still people are core of using it, interacting and all that you'll succeed really no matter what you do. And I think that applies across all industries, whether or not it's healthcare or probably auto manufacturing. It's really about the people at the end of the day. So if you can leverage them, motivate them, and give them clear goals of it that they need to focus on, you'll succeed. And they'll make you look good as an executive. Thank you, Dave. Great advice. Folks, take a note from Dave. Are you thinking about your people inside of your business or your organization? 
if you are, then great, congrats, you're doing it. But are you doing it enough? Have you maybe missed an angle that you could tackle here? Because I've had the chance to, obviously, Dave, thanks for the tip there. I've interviewed a lot of people on the podcast, like over 1,500 at this point. And it's the people that are at the top of their game that are doing the best in the market and in life. It always comes back to the people. And it's funny because I'll ask them about technology and it's always like, well, let me talk to you about people. <laughs> and you're one of those people, Dave. Yeah, so I, I will play even that. technology, even your people and technology. And, and, you know, technologists can be kind of geeky and all of that, but some of the brighter yeah. ones I find have the ability to relate to people. Like when I think about some of the more successful software engineers and creating uh, solutions for problems we have, it's the folks that can get down and talk to nurses and be people people and can really try to understand what the problem is and then can architect a solution out there, not just a technology-based solution, but something that's going to work within their workflow and address a real problem. But uh, you're right. It really is people. Yeah, well said, Dave. Yeah. And so look, the next question here, I don't know. I don't even know how you're going to answer this, but but I'll ask it anyway. What is one healthcare trend or technology that will change healthcare as we know it today? Well, you know, everybody would say AI, artificial intelligence is something that's going to change technology and the way we do healthcare. I think while I am a believer and I still think that we're on the very early phases of adoption and like many, I keep my eye on it. I'm not really sure where it's going to take us and the impact on our businesses overall, but I'm keeping an eye on it. The next one that I say really that I really live with day to day and has the most impactful meaning on our business is data. Obviously, over the past couple of years, we've freed up all kinds of data silos and all kinds of data has come at us. And frankly, it's almost data overload, whether or not it's performance of our jobs, whether or not it's providing data to our customers, all the way to impacting patients. So what I would tell you, the liberation of data and the amounts of Mm. data that we have and converting it into meaningful use, like encounters, engagements, that is one of the largest areas or most significant areas that I've seen over the past decade. And now we're really at the pinnacle of it. If you think about it, AI ultimately is going to leverage that data and make more sense and be able to allow us to better make decisions and such. But even where we're at today, the amount of data that we have, making it meaningful. And I even look at EMR systems, patient portals, and all the data that we try to share with patients. I almost think that we're at a point where we're, and again, somebody that focuses on patients and patient family-centric care. The amount of data that's liberated and the amount that's available to patients is almost overwhelming. So what we really need to do, one of the challenges is make it meaningful, narrow it down so that it helps them to become more informed and make more decisions. But data is something that I think about all the time, like many organizations, and how can we capture it and what does it mean and what value does it provide to our customers, whether or not it's our actual hospital healthcare system customers or the patients and family members that we interact with. Thank you, Dave. Yeah, and I agree that data piece is key, right? I mean, because without the data, you can't do anything with AI. That's true. You need clean, useful, uncorrupted data. Love that so much. Appreciate that answer. We're here, Dave. We're at the end of the interview. Time flies when you're having fun. I love if you could just give me a closing thought and share with the listeners the best place they could reach out to you and your team to learn more about P-Care and the work that you guys are doing over there. I would tell you one thing, since we're primarily talking healthcare people, one of my thoughts 
and something that I remind my folks at least several times a year that probably resonates clearly with your audience. One is we're very blessed and very fortunate because we're in an industry that really makes a difference. If you think about this, we touch people's lives, we work with great hospitals, physicians and nurses, and we have an opportunity to make a difference. Often we have no idea that we really are making a difference, but trust me, I tell my people, you're making a difference. You might not know it, but by providing information where a family member better understands what their brother, sister, mother, father is going through in life and what they have to do to get out of the hospital or achieve a better outcome, you're helping them and you're touching potentially millions of patients every year. And hopefully you're making some smaller difference a small difference in their lives. All of us in healthcare do this. So if you could take that and think about that and go home each night and say, man, I've got a great job. I've actually made a difference. I probably helped somebody. I may never know who they are. And I could tell you stories over and over again where we know where we made a difference. That's a great job and a great way to live your life, actually making a difference, making the world a better place and getting paid for it. What more can you ask for in life? It's a great place to be in life. And I feel the same way, Dave. We are certainly lucky. And all of the Outcomes Rocket listeners are in healthcare. So you definitely are hitting a chord there with all of them. So thank you for mentioning that. Folks, take a minute to reflect on that. I know it gets busy. We get in the trenches. We forget. So Dave's given us a good reminder to reflect on how fortunate we are to be in this industry and to make a difference. Dave, I want to thank you for spending time with us. If people wanted to get in touch with you, what's the best way to get in touch with you or the company? You can find more about PCare at pcare.com. And I'm always open to have people. You can reach out to me through LinkedIn for sure, if you want. And I'm more than happy to engage with you, share some advice, and I'm certainly open to learn from others as well. But feel free, get on our website, check it out. Let me know what you guys think. And we really appreciate the opportunity to talk to you and your audience today. It's a true pleasure, Dave. Thanks for being with us. Thanks, take care.